You're listening to ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to Heart Matters, where leading cardiology experts explore the latest trends, technologies, and clinical developments in cardiology practice. Your host for Heart Matters is Dr. Jack Lewin, Chief Executive Officer of the American College of Cardiology. Electronic management of health information will someday be as common as a pen and paper chart were in the 20th century. What strategies are the federal government adopting to foster widespread meaningful use of health information technology, or HIT? How can your practice implement an electronic system that will comply with federal meaningful use guidelines and take full advantage of HIT? Our guest is Dr. David Blumenthal, National Coordinator of Health Information Technology under President Barack Obama. Prior to his appointment to the administration, Dr. Blumenthal was a practicing primary care physician and professor at the Massachusetts General Hospital, Partners Healthcare System, and Harvard Medical School in Boston, Massachusetts. Dr. Blumenthal, welcome. Thank you for having me, Jack. David, uh, you know, as a clinician in practice, not too far back now in history, uh, what was your turning point? When did you f- realize that health information technology had to be implemented in your practice? How did you get there? Well, I, I was fortunate or unfortunate in that my healthcare system in Boston decided that they should make these records available. But I would say that I really turned the corner personally when uh, I began to see the value of the record for my patients and for my practice. I remember one vivid example when I tried to discharge a patient on Bactrim, and the computer gave me a really very bright warning uh, right across the screen, red letters, this patient is allergic to sulfur. And to me, that was a professionally absolutely stark example of the power of health information technology to make me avoid errors and make me a better physician. And there were lots of examples like that where I just felt like I was more in control, that I, that I knew my patients better, and that I could be more responsive to them. I could give them more appropriate care because of the information that was available to me in the electronic health record. So you actually uh, got a chance to to test this out yourself as a practicing doctor. Well, you know, now that in the recent past, health reform amazingly has passed, uh, and I know it's going to get revised and it's going to bounce around for a while in the future, but what do you see as the role of HIT in reform now? Health information technology was the first step in healthcare reform. The High Tech Act, which we're charged with implementing, was passed as part of the federal stimulus bill in February of 2009, and we've been at work now for a year developing the regulatory basis and the infrastructure for health information technology. There's very little about the new health reform bill that won't be supported by health information technology. The affordability of care, the ability to purchase care on on the basis of value, the experiments with organizing care to be more coordinated, more responsive to the needs of patients with chronic illness, the efforts to bundle payments and to allow for risk sharing. All these can be successful only with good information on the use of resources and the the quality of care provided, something I know that the American College of Cardiology has been extremely progressive about and forward-thinking. We're we're out there with with you on that. Well, you know, actually, just along that line, as you know, we have uh, you know a tremendous investment in the National Cardiovascular Data Registry in, in well more than half of the nation's hospitals, measuring outcomes and system processes and so forth. How does something like uh, NCDR fit into the vision of uh, what the Office of the National Coordinator plans to go forward with? Well, we are very much want to encourage the kind of quality data collection that you have been pioneering. 
And we want the vast bulk of U.S. physicians to be able effortlessly to report quality data to a variety of places. Ultimately, the data has to come in under meaningful use requirements to the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services, but the exact form in which it comes in remains to be determined through the rulemaking process. But the progress that you have made, the precedents you've set in collecting that data, specifying it, getting it together in a consistent, comparable way with risk adjustment and with good denominators and good numerators, that kind of work is going to be enormously helpful uh, not only to your cardiologists but to the rest of the profession in proving the concept of quality reporting and also in actually developing the mechanics for quality reporting. It's amazing to me that uh, as we go out now and talk to cardiologists and, and to internists and family doctors and others who, who work with cardiology, obviously, in the care of cardiovascular disease, the pushback is really not very strong. People are ready for public reporting now as long as they feel like they can trust that the data is valid and risk-adjusted and so forth. So it's pretty exciting times that we're out there uh, in front of us at this point. You know, in, in terms of the Recovery Act, do you think that most doctors are poised to actually take advantage of, of that more than $40,000 that they might be eligible for? Well, we, we hope so. We want to make it possible for every physician who really wants to be a meaningful user to become a meaningful user. We think that's our obligation. Now, people start from different places. We know from the studies that large organizations are more prepared than small practices. Uh, and that makes a lot of common sense. Large organizations just have more technological infrastructure. They've got the extra money to hire staff and so on. But we're setting up a program of regional extension centers that is going to focus on small practices predominantly. So uh, we want to get as many physicians as we can on the escalator toward increasingly sophisticated use of electronic health systems. Now, we have a definition of meaningful use that is right now in the rulemaking process. That means that it's being worked on by the federal government, and we've had over 2,000 comments from doctors and hospitals and members of the public and states, and you name it, we've had comments from them. Yeah, I want to really get into that meaningful use issue, but if you're just joining us right now, you're listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Jack Lewin. Our guest is Dr. David Blumenthal, National Coordinator for Health Information Technology under President Barack Obama. Prior to his appointment to the administration, Dr. Blumenthal was a practicing primary care physician and a professor at Massachusetts General Hospital, Partners Healthcare System, and Harvard Medical School in Boston. We're discussing the meaningful use of health information technology and just getting into meaningful use. How is that going to come out? What will meaningful use entail for somebody out there who's listening to us right now and is getting ready to... Uh, add health information technology to the practice? Well, that's, of course, a very important question and one that's getting a lot of attention from us in the federal government right now. In the middle of this rulemaking process, I am limited by law in what I can say. Uh, there has been a lot of comment and a lot of paper published on this subject. There was a proposed rule that was published in December of this year, and uh, that's going to be reviewed in light of the public comments that we've received. The law says that meaningful use has to have at least three components. One is quality reporting. A second is uh, the exchange of health information. And a third is electronic prescribing. So that's the floor that we have to 
get to. No one can be a meaningful user by law unless those three issues are addressed. We are trying to create a pathway that will enable American physicians and American patients to get the incredible potential benefits of electronic health systems from those systems. And, and we are building what I mentioned as, by analogy as an escalator where we want to start at an achievable level of requirement and then increase those requirements over time. We are directed by the Congress to make meaningful use more sophisticated over time. And I think physicians will expect that because they are accustomed to changing technology, changing science, getting better at what they do. And we think electronic health records have to get better over time as well. And if you spread the, uh, you know, the dollars out and the, the carrot that you have here through the Recovery Act, get on the escalator. How many years? Can you go back over that for us? How many years will the money actually flow? And, uh, and how do you see it all progressing? Well, for doctors, meaningful use payments become available in 2011. And then in 2016, if you haven't adopted and if you're not meaningfully using an electronic health record, you become subject to Medicare penalties. The carrot turns into a stick. That's right. So there's five years where you can get payments that can be as high as $18,000 in 2011 and 2012, and then go gradually down to zero in 2016. Totaling uh, out to what, 44000 44000 if you're a Medicare provider, and 63000 if you're a Medicaid provider. Medicaid has a slightly different formula, and it's mostly for physicians who have large portions of their patients as Medicaid patients. Well, that's exciting because uh, most times Medicaid payments have lagged behind Medicare in every which way. So nice to see that happen. You know, you've got an escalator metaphor, and a lot of physicians probably see this as a, as a sliding board down into an abyss somewhere. In cardiology, we really think this is exciting. Uh, we believe we've got to go in this direction. We know that we're not going to systematically improve quality and reduce unnecessary spending unless we can track ourselves. Uh, do you think that, that we're going to see half the doctors engage in, in the meaningful use opportunity? Do you think it's two-thirds? It's, it's certainly an opportunity. But what, what are you estimating as you look at uh, the actual uptake in the next few years? Well, we're not into the, the numbers uh, game right now. We're, what we are doing is committing ourselves to doing everything we possibly can to get physicians who want to adopt to be able to adopt. And I think that where we are on that adoption curve, on the diffusion of technology curve, remains to be seen. We are collecting information so that we have a good baseline. But I think the president has, has said that he wants every American to have the benefit of an electronic health record by 2014. And we want to make sure that patients, uh, and that's what we're really about is patients, that patients have physicians who are using electronic health records within the next five years. So that's, that's our goal. We don't have a number, a physician adoption rate as a target. Uh, what we have is a target that involves benefit to the American people. Good. Well, you know, we, I think you and I both believe that everybody's going to be doing this at some point in the near future. And once there, it's going to be, it's, we're going to wonder why we took so long to get there. But, well, you know, it must be very exciting uh, working with President Barack Obama and this administration, given all the things that are happening now in healthcare and the uh, progress the nation's making in terms of uh, reforming the system. So let's think about ONC outside of meaningful use. What else do you see the ONC doing during uh, the president's tenure? Uh, some of the other visions that you have that uh, you know, are maybe down the line a little bit beyond meaningful use. Well, we want to support the pieces of health reform that have to do with remaking the healthcare system. We want 
our systems to support uh, shared risk, bundled payment, accountable care organizations, value-based payment, coordination of care, ultimately to support the coordination of acute care with long-term care and home health care. We want to be part of the transformation of the United States healthcare system to make it more efficient and higher in quality for all Americans. We also want to be part of creating what we call and others have called a learning healthcare system, something that I think cardiologists have been contributing to through their national cardiology data registry. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to give doctors rapid feedback on their performance, assuming they want that kind of information. And we want to be able to help public health agencies track the spread of influenza in their community or the spread of foodborne illness. We want to be able to help the Food and Drug Administration track the side effects of medications after they're marketed and problems with medical devices. And we think by building nationwide interoperable electronic health systems that are private and secure, we can make that kind of massive new resource, powerful new resource for discovery and public and population health improvement available. And I think that's where the real benefit to public health and to individual treatment is going to come from. That's exciting stuff. Very exciting. And we, we live in the age where we can do it. What about the patient side of this? And, you know, personal health records and uh, are part of the process. Does ONC have a role there in the future in terms of uh, either overseeing or promoting personal health records and their linkage to electronic health records? Personal health records are an exciting possible development. They are still in their infancy. Our position is that we want to make sure that if they mature and become a not just a viable but an increasingly prevalent form of storing and managing health information, that we have made space for them, that any systems that we create are welcoming to them. We don't have a legislative mandate to promote the personal health record the way we do the electronic health record. But I think most of the developers of personal health records believe that the market will be their best allies and that they don't need a lot of help from the government. They just don't want us to get in the way. Sounds like a reasonable strategy. Uh, We've been discussing the meaningful use of health information technology with Dr. David Blumenthal, the National Coordinator for HIT for President Barack Obama. You know, David, having known you for years, I know the President made an excellent decision in having you lead this process. Thank you very much for being our guest and for all the work you do for, for the nation. Thank you, Jack, and thank you for your leadership at the American College of Cardiology. You've been listening to Heart Matters on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. For more information on this week's show or to download a podcast of this segment, please visit us at ReachMD.com. Thank you for listening.